up y'all and welcome back to another episode of the resilient body podcast i'm your host dr arnika the not so typical chiropractor and today we're going to be talking about the four signs of pelvic floor tightness okay this episode is inspired by conversations i've been having with my moms in the office i've done a couple workshops and just different conversations i've had around in the community with moms who just women wanting to learn more about their pelvic floor they've been walking around with leakage they've been walking around with heaviness or whatever that may be and i decided that i honestly wanted to educate as many women as i can about what is happening in their pelvic floor and honestly what their pelvic floor is so today we're going to hop into it give you the four signs and see if you honestly resonate with any of them so follow us along let's get started before I hop into those four signs, I want to talk a little bit more about exactly what the pelvic floor is, okay? So the pelvic floor is a group of muscles that are attached to the pelvis. They support our bladder, our rectum, and our, and our reproductive organs. That means that essentially the pelvic floor, when there's any type of issues, is the four main things that are involved. That's peeing, pooping, childbirth, and sex, now, something that we often forget about, and I feel like it's a huge issue when it comes to um, women having leaking, back pain, hip pain, tight hips, all the things, is because we just skip over the pelvic floor muscles like it's not a muscle, like it's something we can't address. We skip to the hips, we skip to the low back, the knee, whatever it may be. But what about that missing link? What if the pelvic floor was your missing link into really solving your problems for good? I feel like I've ran into that a lot recently with a couple of patients who they've been doing all the things for their core because of their low back. They've been doing hip flexor stretches for fucking ever because of their, you know, tight hips. But when we sat down and really did some things to address the pelvic floor, what they were feeling in the body, the tightness they were feeling started to go away. So we determined that they had been addressing things around the area and forgetting about the pelvic floor. Now, what does it mean to have a tight pelvic floor, all right? So mean when you have a tight pelvic floor or when it is overly tense, it can also mean that, honestly, it is unable to relax. Now, your pelvic floor can be tight for so many reasons, from stress to certain medical conditions, or maybe you hold your pee for too long. It's definitely a thing and definitely people something that people don't think about. But holding your pee too long can definitely be a culprit into having tension in your pelvic floor or the inability to fully relax that pelvic floor. Now, I know you might be thinking, my, my muscles are supposed to be tight, right? That's not the case. I know we hear this, this phrase of like bouncing back or being able to snap back and get this tight vagina or whatever after childbirth. But reality is we could be dealing with some chronic tightness and chronic tightness in our pelvic floor could actually mean weakness. So maybe you've been keeling for fucking ever to try to get this quote unquote tight muscles, but we actually have some weakness in that area and we actually need to learn how to let our pelvic floor muscles relax. Our pelvic floor is not like a bicep or a quad that just lengthens out and stretches and shortens. It sits more like a bowl, all right? And when that bowl, those muscles get tight, it tightens up, and when it loosens up, then we can let it go. But I want you to think about the fact that our pelvic floor sits like a bowl at the bottom of our pelvis. Hopefully that nerd out too much with that. 
I just want to make sure you understand exactly what the pelvic floor is and what it means to have a tight pelvic floor. Now, let's hop into the four things that can be a sign that you are having pelvic floor tightness. First thing up, painful sitting. All right. If you are someone that you know you can't find a comfortable position, maybe you shift from side to side. You have tailbone pain from sitting too long or driving in the car. You may notice that the pelvic floor is actually the culprit of that issue. I mentioned before that the pelvic floor sits at the bottom of the pelvis and it has connections to other muscles like our hips, our low back, our tailbone. When our pelvic floor is too tight or overly tense, it can irritate the surrounding muscles and nerves. It can contribute to that things like sitting, things like riding a bike, or even riding in a car for long periods of time. If you're having any type of low back pain, tail pain, hips, tightness, just notice that you shift a lot in your seat. That pelvic floor could be one of the issues that you are having some of that. So first thing up is painful sitting. Second thing. Excuse me. The second thing is if you're having problems peeing or pooping. As I mentioned before, one of the main corpus that our pelvic floor is involved in is peeing, is pooping. And if you're having any type of pelvic floor dysfunction, it can maybe cause you to have certain issues when it comes to that. Think of the leaking we talked about, a.k.a. incontinence. All right. When we mentioned heaviness from earlier, I was thinking about pelvic organ prolapse. When you feel like that heaviness. You could feel so much weakness in our pelvic floor muscles. And because of that, that can be what's causing some of that incontinence, some of that leaking when you're coughing, sneezing, laughing, or jumping. You think, yeah, well, my pelvic floor is tight. Shouldn't it be holding in my pee? Shouldn't it be holding in that? We talked a little bit earlier that chronic tightness can actually be weakness. So you not being able to control that bowl, control that pelvic floor can definitely be um what I'm trying to say can definitely be contributing to some of that leaking and incontinence that you're having. Now, when some things I want you to think about when you are peeing, all right, doesn't necessarily always have to be leaking to be a sign that you are having some type of pelvic floor dysfunction. There's a couple other things that you can take into consideration when you are going to the bathroom. Let's talk about your stream. When you notice that you sit on the toilet to pee, are you straining to start your stream? What does that stream look like? Is it a weak stream? Is it splay when you stream? Do you have any burning when you urinate? Or do you realize that when you sit on the toilet, you feel like you never completely empty your bladder? Maybe you feel like you have the constant urge to go all the time, or you feel any pain or pressure in your bladder. All those things can definitely be a sign that you're having some pelvic floor dysfunction and that you're just having some problems with peeing. So it doesn't necessarily just have to be leaking. It can be what is happening in the bathroom when you are going to the bathroom when you are peeing. So don't just look out for that. Look out for all of those signs I mentioned. How your stream stream is looking. Do you feel like you're never completely empty? Any pressure or, or pain? All those things are important. So definitely take into consideration if you are having a tight pelvic floor all right so that second thing problems with peeing and pooping third thing and we're getting a little intimate vaginal pain all right I feel like we sometimes skip over that because it's kind of just common but something common does not mean that it is normal okay if you notice that you may hit 
when you wear certain underwear and certain cottons or materials rub up against your vulva, your vagina, it starts to irritate or it doesn't feel good. We don't want to ignore that, all right? Most of us think that if we start having any type of irritation in the area, that it has to be some type of infection, urinary tract infection, yeast infection, you name it. But once we rule out all those options and you're still experiencing any type of pain in your vagina, then we need to look at what your pelvic floor muscles are doing. The inability to possibly relax those muscles could be causing some of that irritation by affecting some of the nerve endings and just muscles around our pelvic floor. Everything is connected, and the pelvic floor is no different. As I mentioned earlier, it has so many connections between our low back, our tailbone, our hips. There are also nerves that run down there as well. So once we rule out those infections and things like that, and we're still realizing that we're having some pain in our vagina, then let's talk about what's happening in our pelvic floor and how we can address it. Fourth and final thing, and this definitely allows me to just roll over into that fourth thing, is having painful sex or intercourse. Painful sex is all too common, but it's not normal. And that is something that I will preach to the rooftops of the moms who come into my office. If we are noticing that we are dealing with painful sex in order to make our partner feel good because we feel like that's just what's supposed to happen, we need to pause and take a step back. There could be a a plethora of reasons why you're experiencing painful sex. Are we experiencing some type of vaginal dryness? Is there an infection? Do we have some scar tissue? Do we have those tight pelvic floor muscles that literally don't relax, allowing it to be easy to insert into our insert something into our vagina? They can be short, they can be tight, they can be spasming, and that does not feel good. So if you're someone who is experiencing any type of painful sex and intercourse, you could be experiencing a tight pelvic floor. All right. But it doesn't just have to be with intercourse. Are you experiencing some discomfort when you insert tampons or cup into your vagina? What about when you're getting any type of pelvic exams by your OB? Anything that you know that is inserted into your vaginal hole and you are experiencing any type of pain or discomfort. You need to address that. Don't live with it just because you feel like it's common. I literally have a conversation with a mom a couple weeks ago. She gave birth. Her kid is now, I think she told me, three or four. She did have some ripping, um, when she, some tearing when she gave birth. And she straight up says that now when she has sex with her partner, that it does not feel good. It feels like it rubs up against that, that scar where she got sold at. She feels like it's painful to the point that when he wants to have that time, she tries to avoid it as much as she can at first. And then it's kind of just like, a, well, I guess we can do this. But she is in pain throughout the entire thing. She hurts afterwards and honestly needs some type of recovery because she feels inflamed down in her pelvic floor and near her vagina. Just because it is common does not mean it's painful. Sex or intercourse, whatever you want to call it, should not be painful. And the things that you can do to address that tight pelvic floor. So just to do a recap, the four signs to tell you have a tight pelvic floor. One is if you're having painful sitting. You shift from side to side a lot. You're having that tailbone pain. That's number one. Two, if you have problems peeing or pooping, what is your stream like when you sit on the toilet? Are you leaking? Do you feel like you have the constant urge to go pee? The third thing, vaginal pain. Once we rule out those infections, are you still having discomfort in your vagina? Because there's things that we can do about that. And fourth and final, but definitely not least, is having painful sex or intercourse. Those are the four signs that you are having a tight pelvic floor. And 
if you realize that you resonate with any of those four signs, please reach out to me so we can start talking about how I can help you, if I'm the right place to help you, if there's someone else we need to refer you to, to make sure that these things that you think are common but are not normal are being addressed and that you're not living the rest of your life having painful sex, having a painful insertion when it comes to entering, you know, a tampon every month and that you're able to do something about it. But honestly, what I'm learning as a new mom myself is that we just don't know what we don't know. So I want to shout out to the rooftops just to educate women that first off, just being aware that one, you're even having any type of issues when it comes to your pelvic floor and two, being aware that what you may know through society is normal, like peeing, like peeing your pants, like painful sex is, um, that is common. It's not normal and we can do something about it. All right. I hope I didn't know not too much with you today. I hope if you have any questions whatsoever about your pelvic floor, if you think it's tight, if it's not, click the link down in the episode notes, schedule a free discovery call, and we can talk a little bit more about what you got going on and if you're a good fit for what we do in our office, okay? As always, my goal is to keep you moving better, feeling better, and being resilient. I'll holler at y'all in the next episode.